It's time for Geocaching with Kids. Hey everyone, welcome to another Geocaching with Kids. My name's Derek, part of the Baker Six Clan, and the my better half of Baker Six Clan is Jessica, otherwise known as the Chaos Coordinator, because we got lots of chaos around this place now, don't we? Oh yes, we do. Absolutely, a ton of chaos right now, and I think that's part of this time frame of the season and some of those that cause that chaos are oh, with us well see they would be interested it, it would be hilarious if this was an actual video uh podcast because what is going on with sw dancer over here is quite a sight to behold right so once again we are joined with nikki also known as sw dancer and also curtis cam two five four seven four and it has been actually kind of rough getting into even starting this podcast this time. Um, um, we've had wasn't pl- there one of those little remember those little characters um, that were like the little shapes and they had the faces on them? Wasn't there a Mister Giggles or Miss Giggles or something? I don't remember any of those, but th- that's that would describe right now. SW, SW dancer, dancer right yes. now, Nikki. She's had the giggles. <laughs> I don't know what it's going on, but she's been giggling. Like crazy. So if you hear this random giggle as we're talking today, that's from her. <laughs> I think she's ready for uh, vacation break. I uh, know you I'm, are. Uh, yes, please. Curtis? Please. Heck yeah. All right, so Curtis is ready for break. I know I'm ready for some time off away from work for a little bit to be able to just kind of spend time with family, to catch up on stuff. And that's really what we're kind of going to talk about this time on geocaching with kids because we are in the holiday season and Woo-hoo. we wanted to talk about some traditions mm-hmm. right so nikki we'll talk about the geocaching tradition that we started before but before we get to that let's talk about some of your favorite family traditions that we do um one of my favorite family traditions is the our stockings we have a stocking tradition. When you get over 18, you get a boot instead of a sock. And it's always um, fun to see boots and then socks. Right. And that's a tradition that comes from my side of the family. Uh, my aunt, my great aunt actually started that. And we all, everybody in the, on the Baker side um has these stockings and when they're born they get a regular look like stocking that's made and it has some um, the different items on there that is specifically for them so like personalized personalized each stocking itself and then as you get older like nikki says then it gets changed to a boot and it's either for the males it's a black boot and or for the females it's a red boot so that is kind of one of the family traditions from my side. Um, so, Curtis, what is a, another one of our traditions that we do in our family that you really like? Um, one of our family traditions that I like and that probably everybody likes as well is opening the presents because you just, it's really happy when you just open it and you're guessing that. Well, for example, it's an Xbox, but it's actually a new computer. Oh, so technology. You can tell what he wants for Christmas. But now there's kind of this dueling tradition in our household because my family 
you don't touch the gifts before Christmas. That was just the rule. You don't touch it. Right. You can't pick it up. You can't do anything. But your family. Yeah, we were always able to kind of guess and pick them up and, and maybe feel how what they feel like and kind of shake them around a little bit. And then my dad always put hints on them. Um, and he was really great at de- doing some of these obscure, crazy hints. I mean, I really do think he might be a closet geocacher, even though he ha- he doesn't really like geocaching. Um, but getting the hints, he may be really good at figuring some of those obscure hints out. The, the puzzle side of it. Now, we were... Curtis was talking about this on our trip to Hobby Lobby, which I love going to Hobby Lobby, but I have henceforth decided I shall not be going to Hobby Lobby around 5 p.m. in the day ever again. No, that's when everybody's getting off work. I forgot about that. I had to run an errand. I was thought, thought you know, well, I was taking Nikki to her dance class. Um, that henceforth the reason why she's SW dancer. But right. we were talking about the presents, and Curtis is like, "Well, I'm going to pick it up, and I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this." I said, "Well, fine. I'll just wrap it in an oversized box and put some jingle bells in it, and then you can't guess what it is." <laughs> he didn't like that too much. No. Now, Curtis, going back onto opening presents on Christmas. Now, do we allow you guys just to go and start ripping into all the different presents all at one time? No, we go from either oldest to youngest, which is usual because that means the kids are last. Um. No, that's not true. (laughs) No, there was something we did the other year with Grandma and Grandpa. Oh, the other year, so Dad had like a spare wood block or something, like a bread, not bread, wood cube. Mm-hmm. And we like all, dice. yeah, mm-hmm. we all had different stickers. Mm-hmm. So Star Wars stickers. So, um, like we didn't have names on the packages that no, year. No, we did not. And we nobody knew except for Grana and I who was what sticker until Christmas morning. Yeah, um, I don't know what I was doing. I don't remember, but apparently I got Boba Fett. So, um. <laughs> Yeah. We didn't know if you'd like the Ewok or not. I don't know. There wasn't enough Ewoks. That's what it was. I wanted an Ewok. It was, it was number of presents and number of stickers because you had to have the same number. And, and of course, they don't necessarily, when you're buying sticker books, have the right. number, the type right. of sticker you want. Never. Right. So we would roll the dice. And then that was who, whoever sticker it landed on, that was the person who'd open the present. Mm-hmm. Right, so that was just kind of a fun way of doing change things up, change a things bit. up a little bit. And they also didn't know what whose present was whose, so they didn't know they weren't trying to guess or anything at that aspect of it. They didn't know who what present to pick up and shake and rattle and try to roll. Right now, that's we in my family when I was growing up with, with a, a Nana and Papa. That's how we did it as well with just opening one present at a time. We went around because then it made. Instead of Christmas opening the presents lasting all of five minutes, it made it last for an hour or longer at times, it seems like. Um, and when we all get together with all the extended family, it takes five hours. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it gets kind of crazy as we're going through opening it up, but it just makes it last longer. So, But yes. it's, it's, it's always kind of fun. Another tradition that we do is that we've started since Jess and I have been married is on Christmas Eve... We get well, okay, so this this actually began because, um, in my family growing up, 
the um, my dad's side of the family would actually open up presents on Christmas Eve, and then it would give us because we all I grew up on the West Coast. It would give all of us time for to go to other grandparents' house if it wasn't like for in my instance we never got to go. Our, my grandparents never lived close to each other. It was six hours one way or six hours the other way. But say for in my cousins, it was like 30 minutes apart for different both sets of grandparents. And so they would go over to their other grandparents' house, open their presents on Christmas Day, and then we'd all get together and have like a Christmas dinner either later in the afternoon or that night. And so instead of just limiting us to zero presents on Christmas Eve, um, I thought we'd kind of change it up, and we decided that we would have open up Christmas pajamas, right. special Christmas pajamas, and that was the gift, and then we'd watch a movie, and a special new movie. Right. Um, one year it was... A Christmas Carol. Uh, yeah, it was A Christmas, Christmas Carol, Christmas the Carol. one that... Um, with Jim Carrey in it with the, the new type of... The cartoon. With, the mocap, yep. motion capture. We've done How to Train Your Dragon was another year. Um, We've also done um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas live action. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. We've done a whole bunch of different Christmas movies. And then once the Christmas movies are done, then we send the kids to bed. No, Mm -hmm. that's not entirely true. No, it's true. Wait, wait. Okay. But before you send us to bed, every year you get a Christmas book to read to us. Oh, yes. That's right. We try and do, and this is something that once again started, I try to find the different variations of a night before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was growing up, we had the Cajun night before Christmas. We've had the Redneck night before Christmas. I mean, there was just a whole bunch of different variations of these night before Christmases, and we're trying to find those. And we read one of those before well, they go to bed. Plus, we also do the Christmas story, the original Christmas story from the Bible as well. And well, in one year, when our "Twas the Night Before Christmas" was my um, my grandfather had written a version that he changed up a few different um, things in it, and so we read his version, um, and then we read the Christmas story. So right, so that's that's what we that's some of our Christmas traditions that we do. Um, and our family, and we just have a lot of fun with it. Um, as I was saying before, it's been really crazy um, trying to get some stuff done and kind of give you a little update on the Adventure Lab that Nikki's got. Um, it's not done yet. And nope. we are so glad that yes. uh, th- th- there was an extension uh, that went out to everybody because of everything going on in the world uh, to March 21st. Thank you, Oh, sorry, 31st, 31st. Thank you, headquarters. Yes, thank you, because... Thank you, thank you, thank you. With being the homeschool, with all the kids' school, a lot of places closed, Nikki doing dance, the kids doing robotics. We've been so busy trying to do a lot of different stuff that we have not had a chance to go and explore and get all the research done on those locations. We know where we're going. Mm-hmm. We just have to get out over there now and be able to get those. So once again, it is extended. The Adventure Lab is extended to March 31st to, yeah. for you to get those done. So once again, thank you, HQ, for getting to extending that. And that is just really, really awesome. I really appreciate that. But another geocaching tradition that started, so this will be the third year that we're going to be doing it. And Nikki kind of helped get this one started as well 
SW Dancer, and she wants to tell you all about it. And we've kind of talked about this off and on through this last year, and she's over here just itching to tell you about this geocaching tradition that we have started. You should making. see this face. I mean, look, if, I, there's I, like I, almost steam coming out of her ears. I mean, her, <laughs> her hair is starting to flap by her ears, and she's like pushing herself way back. Her eyes are so Can big. you just let her talk? And Okay, okay Nikki, why don't you go ahead and tell us about this tradition? <laughs> Okay, so um, was it like 2017 or 2018? Something around that time. So the day after Christmas, the 26th, or as that some people know it, Christmas. yeah, that or um, Boxing Day is what some people call it. Right. We did um, December 26th, we went out and did a... Um, geoart that that thing geoart, <laughs> and it was a fox for swamp fox, and we had a lot of fun with it. So I asked Dad, "Can we do this next year?" And he's like, "Sure, we can hit a power trail because I don't know where the other geoarts are." Right, mm-hmm. and of course now I know where there are a lot of different geoarts, but we want to be do those that are not are. You don't have to drive too far away to do them. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, we went to Jackson, uh, the city of Jackson over mm-hmm. here in Tennessee, and we did a whole bunch of challenge, challenge caches. So we bu- uh, kind of did like all those. This year, we are going to be heading up toward Dyersburg, and there is like a power trail on the way up going that direction that we just jump off and on off the, the freeways all the way up quite a ways, and we'll get... And this one actually is kind of set up pretty cool because it's set up where on as you're going north, it's like every two-tenths of a mile per per cache mm-hmm. because as you're going south, it's the other, it's just the opposite. So you're actually going to be passing the cache. So you get half of them going one direction, you turn around, you get the other half coming the other way. That's actually really smart huh. uh, when you're heading out towards power trails because sometimes it seems that you only get them on one side of the road, but... And you don't get any on the other side of the road. But then, you know, it depends on what kind of a trip you're doing to do it on one side and the other. Because if you're just heading up for the a power trail or a power trail on your way to something or what have you. There's a lot of those uh, things that are actually very interesting. But this is the first year we won't have um, Curly 53 with us. I know. This will be the first year that your mom hasn't been with us. Um, so doing that. Because the last... The first Two? year, we had eagle eyes with us. Yeah, we had eagle eyes. That was, was hilarious because you and my dad were having this competition as to who could see the bison tube hanging in the tree first. Remember that, kiddos? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And we who do won? have a, Who won most of the time? Probably eagle eyes. Grandpa, huh? Yep. And there, we actually have a video of that on, on Behind the Cache. You can actually go that see That was one it. of your first videos, wasn't it? It was close to in that area. I was within the first year. Mm-hmm. And that was where I got to use the... Uh, <laughs> the famous crutch as a tot to get to the, uh, to the yeah. one because I had to lean across it. So that was, that is really probably one of the only numbers days that we actually do. We go get as many caches as we can. Usually mm-hmm. we just kind of get them sporadically now and then. Um, so, but we, that's just what we do. But it's a way for us to be able to do something together as a family and miss the crowds because, I mean, usually, given this year is not the typical year, but usually the day after Christmas or that weekend after Christmas is yeah. notorious for being crowded in the malls and stuff because of returns and, and all sorts of uh, sales and stuff going on. Um, 
I did that once in my lifetime and I was actually probably only 10 or 12 years old and I will never do that again. No. So I, I like this tradition better than he- heading to the mall or the store. Yeah, so we head out of town and kind of get away from the crowds and just kind of see the area around us is what really what we do. Yeah. Hey, actually, you, our audience, we would love to hear from you what you guys do. Do you guys do like head back to the stores or do you have a geocaching tradition around Christmas time? Drop us an email at uh, geocachingwithkids at gmail.com and or... So just let us know, or you can always send it to Behind the Cash, or you can send it to me at Behind the Cash, which is Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at BehindTheCash.com. would love to hear from you. Um, so that would be really great. Hey, also, um, any of your baking traditions, because we have a couple of baking traditions, and I think maybe we ought to make some of our gingerbread cookie men into geocachers this year. That would be kind of fun. That's, not actually, that's actually not a half bad idea. Or yeah. some of our sugar cookies into geocaching tots right i don't know if you saw it on geocache talk the other night uh who you see they he he posted a picture and he had made an ammo can and the uh the blackout coin all in gingerbread and they're all trackable um that so he made those and that was i can show you guys the picture of that it was really cool now i want gingerbread yep gingerbread another thing that we really is candy wise that we do um and i that's all my grandma. Yeah, it's all her grandma. We call it almond crack, but it's actually almond roca. Oh my gosh, you just can't eat one. Mm, no, no. So that's that's another tradition that we have. So, but I know this has been kind of crazy, diff- a little bit different geocaching with kids because we wanted to make this a little bit more family traditional. Festive. Festive, talking about our traditions that we have, and we'd love to hear what some of your traditions are as well. Ooh, and let us know if you got any very cool geocaching Christmas presents, because, well, we've had geocaching Christmases and coins and tots and all sorts of things for the last few years, and um, we're running out of things to get. No, we're not. We're not, but we need some unique ideas. Yeah, we want to know some of the unique traditions that you have and unique geocaching traditions that you may have in this time frame. I also don't want to forget, um, if you check out the Nano Kids Challenge for this month, is to do what, Nikki? Put some holiday swag into a cache. So it definitely can't be a PBC. Right. So, and Curtis, how can they submit their uh, find or their for that prize? How can they submit for that? They can submit a video, a picture, or video to um, adventure at the dot com. That's right. Good job. Usually they're so used to saying, "Hey, send a link to the to send a picture or video to the link below." So he actually did really good. So yeah, you can send that video or picture to adventure at the nanokids.com to to enter to win uh, one of the nano kids trackables and their pat tag and with this being christmas who knows there might be some other type of surprise in there as well hmm. nikki you had something else uh i said pbc i meant lpc yeah L- lpc uh, i mean if i do i've made some caches in pbc and it might be a little hard to put some christmas swag in there so that it's it's all understandable but i want to thank 
the Geocache Talk Network for giving us this opportunity to be able to do geocaching with kids. And this has been a great year. Next month is our one year anniversary of doing this podcast. And this, that's just crazy that we've been doing this for a year. We've had a lot of different guests. Um, and so next month we're probably going to look back on a lot of different of the highlights that we've had in this last year. Um, but we will see you next month or you will get to listen to us next month. Not necessarily see us, but uh, been a great year. And we all want to tell you Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Year.